It's Big Dog Ball Talk. It's been a fucking minute, everybody. Apologies for cussing off the top. I'm sure, I'm sure I don't apologize enough for, for the swearing and profanity that uh, Jordan and I uh, throw down here every once in a while. I mean, it's rare, it's very rare, but uh, it's the summer, and uh, we 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 hope you guys are enjoying your uh, your summer vacations or uh, you know just the summer in general, uh, the summer season, Jordan. Uh, Mr. Jordan Flegel, uh, how, how are things going, man? A little pop. How are you enjoying your 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 warm weather that uh, us uh, us folks up here in Canada don't really get to enjoy that much? It's a it's a small window. It's a fickle thing. It is, but it's been it's been nice. I don't know what it's been like in in Toronto, but I've been swimming every day, Matt. Matt, I've got my nah. I've got my routine. I wake up. I go for my run mm-hmm. with. Uh, with the dogs, uh, take them, take them, take them for a run with me, and then I jump in the lake every fucking morning, man. It's been great. I, I get that cold, cold kind of cryotherapy. I'm like LeBron James, but I don't have to spend a million dollars on my body every year. Interesting. It's a good thing we don't have to. No one's there to have to like watch you run and jog around. You know what I mean? Like I think that that, that maybe you need some kind of uh, yeah. You need some like uh, adversity to face. You know. That's, I think, your problem right now. Yeah, uh, yeah you're you, right. you need to start running up that yeah. hill. You need to have uh, like you need to get some like wolves or something uh, to chase after you and the dogs. You, like some, yeah. something like that. Herd of buffalo, maybe. I don't know. Would you ever run with the bulls or the sheep? Uh, yeah. Run with the sheep. Yeah. That, you should, that could be your own thing. You could you could get people to come far yeah. and wide. That's true. That's true. Yeah, come to this. Uh, yeah, the, c- come to the island from from around the world. I don't know how I would make the the sheep come at you. You'd have to like cover yourself in salt or something. They really like salt. That's what they go crazy for. Uh, so nice. We'll, 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 we'll workshop it. You you can be our our test case. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. No, that works for me, man. Uh, yeah, I could definitely run some sheep. Uh, I've seen them before. They they not very coordinated. I throw one freaking head fake in there, and I'm gone. Uh, but everybody, yeah, it's yeah. Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn and Jordan Flegel, and uh, big NBA news going down. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've been waiting for this uh, for a while now, uh, and just before his birthday, DeAndre Ayton, uh, you know, the, the, the still 23-year-old as we're recording this, might be 24 by the time you're, uh, you're listening yeah. to this, uh, signing in a, a max offer sheet, four years, $133 million with the Indiana Pacers, but is then matched, surprisingly, by the Phoenix Suns, who could have given him this last year, who could have avoided all this drama, could have avoided all of this shenanigans that we've been dealing with for with DeAndre Ayton for the past two years, essentially. And it's certainly not his fault. I mean, he's doing his thing. He's balling. He's not really complaining or crying like a lot of other NBA stars are, which is something we're going to get into uh, a little bit later yeah. on. But, you know, he, he gets that sheet from... Uh, the offer sheet signed by Indiana, which is really rare, was the most uh, the, the it was the biggest offer sheet ever made uh, at the time, and I thought it was a good yeah. one. I was really surprised that the Suns matched this. Yeah, well, I I like the whole time you heard that whatever happened, the Suns couldn't just let uh, you know DeAndre Ayton sign an offer sheet and then just let him walk for nothing. So I was I was surprised that they they, they matched it too, but kind of that was. I don't know. Kind of, kind of felt like that was the only smart option for the Suns at this point, because, like, letting the the number one overall draft pick, you know, the guy that you took over Luca, famously, just walk uh, for for absolutely nothing after he's after he's had great a great start to you know his career. Now, obviously, nothing compared to you know someone like Luka Doncic, if that's who you want to compare him to. But like, helped you get to the finals, had you know improved last year, um, and you know apart from how it all ended kind of badly there at the end with the whole 
Monty Williams, it's internal and uh, going yeah. through, you know, everything. The whole Suns collapse and, you know, in the game seven and everything. Like, the most dominant team in basketball, like last year, we we, we, we talked about many many times. My 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 pick to win the Literally, finals. Yeah. Uh, lots of people kind of penciling them in to, to get to the finals at least. And uh, so, like, I get it from that you know point of view. You can't just let him walk. But like, what's the relationship like now? Like, I, I, like he's been in these rumors all summer. Like, is he gonna you know he's gonna be in a package for Durant? Like, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the 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 issue of you know. Uh, I don't even know if he's like around the team, been around the team this summer. I don't know if he likes, you know, if if him and Chris Paul have a good relationship right now, if him and Devin Booker do, if him and Monty Williams can ever get back on the same page. So, like, I get that you have to match it so he doesn't walk, but like, what what the fuck do you do now? Because, um, like, I, I don't know if you know more about the details that, uh, about it than I do, Matt. But like, I I know like whenever you know th- through the Woj tweets and everything, he can't be traded now for a full year unless he agrees to it. So he can be traded. But but he has to agree to it. Do you know the rule on that? Because I I this this offer sheet or you know RFA stuff doesn't come up that much, so I'm not that familiar with that rule. The the I, I'm as far as I understand it, after like two months, like there's a certain period after anybody's signed that they can't be traded. Uh, and I I don't know I've never heard of yeah, it being yeah, the a full sign, year yeah. you're not able to. So uh, I as far as I know it would be like you know mid-December or like early January he'd be eligible to be traded so like you know getting closer to the trade deadline if they did want to pull the trigger on that but you know at the end of the day when you go through all this shit we're talking about DeAndre Ayton possibly being traded even though they've signed to this mask like extension you know uh and which is also backloaded so his uh salary is going to get more expensive as the years go on as well um the, the way that it's structured right now yeah uh which can be interesting that's a, a that's also like a pretty good move on his part because this will still allows the sun to kind of play around with a little bit of cap while they have their championship window open obviously uh with chris paul kind of getting up there in age uh well he's been getting up there in age for the past 10 years so what am i saying i guess um but uh regardless <laughs> the uh the, you know the suns they they as you said, they were the best team in basketball last year. It really wasn't a question until they kind of flamed out uh, against the Mavericks. Uh, if they, you take away one game from this, like who knows how far this team could go. Um, I don't really get why you would blow it up when you were so close to making the NBA fire, so close to, you know, well, so close to making the NBA finals again, but so close to, uh, you know, getting back there. Like you did the first year you really had this core together. And if anything, yeah, I think that the Suns have probably fucked themselves over. I think they shot themselves in the foot completely on this one. Um, what, where do they go? The players aren't going to trust the front office anymore. Every single person except for Devin Booker and Chris Paul yeah. were brought up in trade talks. Uh, I mean, even Devin Booker was, but I think people kind of knew that, that wasn't going to be a realistic guy to, to, to be moved or relocated. But, uh, yeah, everybody else uh, down from there, so DeAndre Ayton down, especially, like, Mikhail Bridges, like, you got to feel pretty disrespected. Like, you almost had a defensive player of the year season, and, uh, you know, right away you're just being thrown around like you're, yeah. you're kind of chopped liver here. So I'm, uh, I'm interested to see how the chemistry yeah. is going to bounce back, like if they're going to have to do, like, a big formal apology, maybe a pizza party to boost morale. I'm not sure. Um, but there's there's something that they're they're gonna have to really really work hard on this one. Like Monty Williams uh, and James Jones have a, a, a tall task ahead of them to, to kind of uh, you know b- build back some bridges that they they burned uh, right to the ground this season. Yeah, yeah, and I've got I've got the um, the info here. I should have just read the fucking article. This is why we we need we need a, a research guy, Matt. We we need to put that in the budget. <laughs> um, but yeah, Aiton uh, yep. Aiton just flat out can't be traded anywhere until January fifteenth. 
which is well into the fucking season, like well, well, uh, and they can't trade him to Indiana for a full year, and Aiton has veto power over any trade for a full year. And I don't know why, if that's always with a restricted free agent, if you match an offer sheet, you just get that right, or if it's just somehow worked into this one somehow. But, like, for a full year, if Aiton doesn't want the trade to go through, he can veto yeah. it, which is crazy. Um, uh, so, yeah, like, I, I every... Yeah, yeah. every have all, all indications are that they they just plan to stick it out with him uh you know and and try and ride out the season again with with the same core which yeah i don't know i get it i get it i like the basketball fit i always did that's why i picked them to get to the finals that's why i you know i i, I really like a young guy a young yep. guy who who you know is going to keep developing and getting better as chris paul uh you know ages and, and loses his skills you've got other young guys who can sort of you know fill that gap in you know the loss of production and even it out and keep you relevant for for you know the, the next few years as basically as long as chris paul can can play but like yeah like you're saying what 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 the hell i, I don't know how this team is gonna have the same feel to it like the, the last two years they were like the feel-good story of the nba they were like oh look at these guys like the the way it ended wasn't just the yeah like, and, the, and they played so team friendly yeah, yeah. And like I wasn't really that I wasn't as concerned that they got whooped by Dallas by a million points. Like that was obviously concerning. I was way more concerned with the Monty Williams yeah. uh press conference about, you know, the internal thing and and you know the the team doesn't like Aiton now like the saying he plays video games too much like all that stuff. Um and then like you said, it it's added on with the whole Durant trade rumors swirling and every every guy on that roster other than Paul and Booker uh in rumors all summer like uh, you know, just all, all this stuff, not to mention the uh, Sarver investigation going on in the background that we still don't have full details on. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole, yep. everything off the court. I'm, 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 yeah, that kind of came and went, eh? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Like, uh, may, there was a lot of speculation that that kind of had something to do with the, you know, the disgruntledness at the end of the season or something. How unlucky for Chris Paul, uh, by sure, the way, yeah. too. Again, uh, I know we mentioned that when we talked about the the initial Sarver uh, investigation that he's gotten, you know, he's been stuck with two of the worst owners, uh, you know, the NBA has seen in the past however long with uh, <laughs> Sterling uh, and, and Sarver now. But, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Again, I, I, if, if they can make it work, I, I, I still fucking love this team, but I just don't know how they're going to, get everybody back on the same page it's going to be really tough well and that's the thing like people kind of underestimate the fact of uh you know how how important team chemistry can be and when you don't have you know like uh, a guy who's going to be just a, a, a generational talent that's going to take over the game at will whenever they want like a lebron james or a kevin durant or even a steph curry you know someone who can do that uh they don't really have that guy like chris paul obviously one of the best players ever uh one of the best point guards ever but uh, i believe he's going to be turning 39 this year he's really? uh he's not gonna you know be taking over quite the same way uh, he's old man maybe i'm gotta be 38 that, gotta i'm be pretty 38. sure he's like 39 uh i don't know a research guy get on that um but yeah the uh they, they're older and they, even devin booker maybe we'll see but like he's a great scorer but i still don't see him as a guy who can just take over the game quite yet maybe this year is when he kind of takes that leap uh but he's still you know and we've seen it in the playoffs when they get down. It's not like he's the one that's turning everything around for them. You know, they're still getting whooped out of the building by Dallas there, no matter what. Uh, and, and, you know, the all-time greats just don't let that happen. So, uh, and DeAndre Ayton being a, a seven-footer, we'll, we'll see how much burn he even gets. Like, he doesn't really he doesn't really have a, the, 
the chance to turn that around, and I, I don't think that that's going to be the case anymore, that a center can really, uh, unless you're like a Embiid or Jokic, that you can really take over the game and do that. So uh, it's still very, like their whole team is oriented on team chemistry, playing good basketball together. But if you throw that rift in there, I think this team's going to kind of crumble. Um, they haven't finished worse than second in the Western Conference the past two years, you know, uh, and they were the best team in the league last year. This year, I honestly could see them being like kind of the Utah Jazz, uh, how they kind of went from uh, the number one seed to the five seed. I think that we're going to kind of see yep. a similar drop off, and then next season they're going to blow it up just like the Jazz did this year, uh, which we're also going to be talking about a little bit more uh, later on in this podcast. Um, but it's, yeah, nothing looks good here. Um, it, and then in the grand scheme of things, the signing sends all the ripple effects throughout the, uh, the NBA. Kevin Durant, if you're, if you're thinking he's still going to get traded, just ibso facto by the way this goes, unless for some reason, as you said, DeAndre Aiden wants to waive this this trade rights, probably he's going to be uh, a Phoenix Suns, and Kevin Durant, the, the odds-on favorite, I would think, to get him would be the Toronto Raptors now. Yeah, let's go, baby. All right, I mean, the, like, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> see how you can really put together, like, I don't I, the the Nets clearly already didn't like the the Suns offers that much like that was the reporting like they didn't like for Kevin Durant they didn't really like uh, Aiton apparently uh, as as a centerpiece anyway and I don't know with Aiton now kind of off the table if if you can get to any package that even comes close to what the Raptors package potentially could be you know if you're the Suns like a centered uh, Kevin Durant uh, you know going to the Suns in a package. Uh, that mainly includes Mikhail Bridges. Like, I, I don't think that's going to really, you know, uh, entice the Nets enough to, to, to make that trade. And, you know, the Raptors still have options. Like, I, I think I think it's been reported now yep. like, pretty yep. definitively that Scotty Barnes is off the table. Thank God. Uh, but, like, outside yep. of that, there was, even without Scotty, there was always, there was always ways a deal could be done. Like, a really clean deal. There's no... No one on the Raptors that's on that designated rookie extension that couldn't play with Ben Simmons, which was, uh, by the way, just revisionist. Uh, going going back to all of our, uh, or I, I should say, my uh, trade ideas for for uh, Kevin Durant. A lot of them were designated rookie extensions going back, which wouldn't work. Like <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. No. <laughs> all these fucking people. I put so much work into it, man. But you know, they, they the, those ones still technically would work, but they would have to trade Ben Simmons too. So you know, Sorry, good luck man, next year. Yeah, yeah, next year we'll try again. But the Raptors, they they don't have that issue, so. Yeah, I, I, have you looked at the odds, Matt? Are, are the Raptors now have they have they moved uh, ahead in the race? Uh, I I would I would I think the the I actually I don't I think the sentiment around the league basically is that he's probably starting the season as a net unless something crazy happens. Yeah, I think even Kyrie at this point, it's more likely that they're gonna play the first couple weeks as yeah. nets, and then we'll see where it goes, and maybe it'll be kind of how like the the Ben Simmons saga ended up uh, last year. I don't think they'd hold out, but like, I think if they start the season with Brooklyn, then they probably finish it. Like, I think as long as they're winning games, you know what I mean. Like, and then we get to actually see yeah. Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, Kyrie works. Like, I I don't know. Again, I think that the whole Kevin Durant requesting a trade thing is just like it kind of fucked with everything because like he didn't even he was trading he was asking for a trade out of a situation he 
didn't really have any reason to want out of. That was kind of the whole problem with this whole situation. And then, and again, maybe Kevin Durant, like, uh, you know, you could blame him for killing the Suns franchise. Maybe he was just trying to, to <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Maybe he's, uh, it was, this was a cold and calculated move uh, to, you know, get on the inside and really uh, ruffle some feathers around the league. Because, um, yeah, yeah, again, it's like no one's really ever been traded like a player of Kevin Durant's magnitude. Um, so, I mean, you're kind of, it's hard to decide, you know, how, you can like what 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 the value is, and then that Rudy Gobert trade was it was just so like a exuberant uh, in in value uh, returning for Utah that it's like you have to find a way to match that for Kevin Durant, but at the same time, I think that you just for everyone else like if I was trying to trade for Kevin Durant, I'd be like, listen, the Utah Jazz fleeced the Timberwolves. I'm not letting you fleece me. Like I would give you that trade package for Kevin Durant, but I'd probably only given you half the first round picks for uh, for Rudy. So I think that that's yeah. kind of the, the the problem that the league is in now. Uh, everybody doesn't trust anybody, and uh, we're we're just kind of it's yeah. going to kind of be the wild west, I think now. Um, and you know, yeah. Adam Silver's also talked about you know players requesting trades when they're still well on their contracts, uh, and how he doesn't like that. So that's going to be brought up in their next labor uh, union meeting. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, I, I'm sure the players will respond very well to that. They they always like being told what to do, uh, being yeah. told they actually have to work and follow through with legal contracts that they sign knowing that they yeah. have to actually live them through but yeah because again i'm all about power, player empowerment but this whole situation was completely fucked over because guys just don't like what like they've decided like buddy yeah if you yeah. work a job and you sign a deal to do that job you can't just wake up and start crying and saying you don't like your job if you're signed up to do it you gotta fucking do it like i i, I don't really get what yeah. the what kevin durant's excuse is here like Oh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown beat my ass in the playoffs, and uh, now I want out. <laughs> tough, man. That's so tough. Like it's yeah. uh, if if like you need to learn to bounce back and bounce through this. But at this point, I think Kevin Durant just wants the easiest ring possible. We've seen him do it before. Um, and at the end of the day, it's probably not going to be with the Suns anymore. But you know, who knows? It's uh, everything's still up in the air right now. But uh, yeah, I think I think Brooklyn's probably going to have that that duo to start the season still. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, it, I as uh, Raptors fans, you know, you and I, I'm sure you've thought about, uh, you know, a bunch of different uh, machinations, like different, uh, you know, different trades that that would bring Kevin Durant in. But as time has gone on, mm-hmm. uh, like, and I think this is a sentiment that's kind of grown, kind of across the league. Kevin Durant uh, isn't nearly as valuable to like a team when you actually think it through. Um, like as you would think, just you know, based on his historical, you know, you know his and his sort of just resume and and um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just his reputation, like around the league as you know one of the best players. Like he's mm-hmm. he's kind of. I think a lot of teams are realizing like, is he even like worth the headache? Like because he's going to come here and may or may not be happy at all. May or may not, you know, may might he might say he's yeah. now shot himself in the foot foot a little bit too because he he goes to Brooklyn and signs this four year deal like. It's not like uh, the Kawhi situation where he was traded somewhere and then yeah he left but like he never really committed yep. to them like he he goes to Brooklyn and was all in with them like like he told he already told a team that he's all in signs a long contract and then you know formally requests the trade so even if he comes to you even if you you know you, you trade for him and he says he's all in now there's no guarantee that you know the situation changes you know c- clearly in his <laughs> mind there's you know zero he's guarantee. All- no, no, but like clearly in his mind, he he can say he's all in for something, but 
that's until he's no longer all in. Like it, it's just until he's not happy anymore, and then yeah, and then you know he's 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 gonna force exactly, his way out yeah. in some other way, and then you know there's there's all the just everything that comes with it. Like I, it's it's weird to say for a player of Kevin Durant's magnitude, but like his age, you know, the amount you're gonna be paying him, well into you know his thirties, yeah. like all this stuff, like. He's really not as the like like Woj and and, and Zach Lowe and all the uh, NBA reporters have been saying like the market's not as hot for him as the Nets would have thought like they're asking for the the fact that they they there's they asked the Timberwolves for Cat and Carl Anthony Towns um or Cat Cat and Ant see I get my animals mixed up yeah. Cat Carl uh, Anthony Towns and the Anthony Edwards boy. and a bunch of picks I think there might have been something in that oh, just for Kevin Durant and I'm like yeah, like, I think it was something still like four picks. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that the Nets are like strong arming and like you know, but like, no one in their right mind would ever do. Like, there would be no one left on the Timberwolves for Kevin Durant to play with. No, that no. team wouldn't be better. Like, I think we're at the point now where like, if no, you give up worse, yeah. a significant, a significant amount of your like young core, even if you're getting Kevin Durant back, your team's not going to be better. And I think the Nets. Maybe you know no. when this all when when this all started when the trade request first you know was made they thought okay like pretty much it's Kevin Durant anyone in the league is going to trade anyone we fucking want for this guy but it's just not happening you know with with you know all these different things that we're talking about so even with the Raptors like yeah I, I initially I was like yeah I'd give up Siakam and and either Gary Trent or OG for him something like that um, but I've kind of I've kind of switched my tune on that like Siakam's five years younger. Uh, OG and yeah. Gary Trent, any other young guys you throw in there, still have room to grow. And yeah, maybe I'd win a, win a title with Kevin Durant if if everything breaks right for me. But I don't know. It, there's 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 but you way still need less a better team around him. Yeah, you still have to fill it out, and you st- you're still like, taking taking pieces away in that trade that you would really want around him. And yeah, like mm-hmm. I think that's the situation for for almost any team. I I don't think there's a realistic trade out there that yeah. You, you send players back, Kevin Durant now joins your team, and there's enough of the core left where you are now the title favorite. I don't think that's that trade exists. And you yeah. know clearly that's why it, it just hasn't happened. And it's another situation like the Nets. They'll start again, you know, with, you know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and, and Steve Nash are all going to be on, you know, they're, they're going to be on that Brooklyn bench starting games, uh, you know, and, great, and yeah. having training camp together <laughs> next season. So we'll see how that fucking works. Again, the fit on paper is great. Yep. We still... We we still might see the you know the coveted uh, Durant Irving and and Ben Simmons lineup like you were saying we might actually get those three on the court but and and I and I was always fine with the fit I always kind of raved about the fit I thought they they would play really well together but it's the off court stuff with those three man throw Steve Nash in there too uh, yeah oh yeah it's uh yeah. it's a fucking mess <laughs> it's a mess yeah 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 for sure um and, and yeah and my my last point for for the Durant sweepstakes like I mean as you said already I mean yeah you're gonna scorch the earth just to get them uh but the the fact remains yeah. Kevin Durant at the end of the day isn't a winner the only time he wins is when he's on like stacked teams and uh that's only mm-hmm. been when he's on Golden State he never made the NBA Finals as the guy uh on his team because uh, again you could argue well, back then with, with okay, Golden see. State that Steph Curry. But, but they never made uh, – even that year, they made the finals. I mean, like, crazy run. He's playing with Russell Westbrook and James Harden, and uh, Abaka's on yeah. that team as well. Like, they were a pretty deep, young team, uh, and they kind of over-exceeded the expectations they had that year, and then they got stomped in the finals. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a five-game series. Like, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't competitive. Um, so that's what I mean. Like, he's never no. taken his team and been like, this is – we're gonna do this. We're gonna do it the right way, and we're 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 gonna win the chip here every year. You know he gets his, and I think that as we've kind of gone over time, like he's gone 
less and less and less favorable in the NBA lore. Uh, yep. And yeah, I, I, I don't really see that changing uh, too much. Um, but you know we're we're gonna we're gonna move on from you know DeAndre Ayton and the Kevin Durant sweepstakes and move it on to a, a new sweepstake that we we've, we we kind of discussed but we didn't think was gonna happen. But uh, Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz apparently trade talks are are, are now being heard uh, after the New York Knicks have kind of swooped in and uh, they they've thrown out some offers here. But I've actually heard uh, that the the Knicks are getting cold feet on this one. Uh, that the the Jazz are wanting a little bit too too much uh, in exchange uh, again something like four first round picks Obi Toppin Miles McBride I heard uh, they, six not I interested. heard six first round picks oh, God yeah that that's insane for Donovan Mitchell that's absolutely insane like he's a great player but he's not worth six first round picks no way um and no. And, and then like they apparently they don't want R J Barrett which I thought was kind of the whole point like they wouldn't like maybe they would pair up R J and Donovan Mitchell but then I guess like if that's your if your big three is Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and Donovan Mitchell, then it's like that's a really small team, uh, front court wise. Yeah. Because uh, you're gonna have R.J. out there at the small forward, you'd assume, uh, and he, he is a small forward. Yep, yeah. Um. It, I, I. I don't know. I, I. I just don't. Again, the Knicks are in a weird spot. Like Jalen Brunson, that signing still is gonna blow them up. I think it's gonna come back to bite them. Um. But. You know, yeah. I, from the Jazz's perspective, I just don't understand why they would move him. Like he's an all-star, like guard in the West. You can lose and keep him. Like everything can work out just the way you want it to work out and build his name up, get his stats up, and then people will want to play with him. And then you have all these picks from Minnesota that are going to be valuable, uh, you know, down the line, and you go from there. Like I don't, I don't really get what the the, the point of this is. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it, it like how many? Yeah, Donovan Mitchell got four years left on his deal. Like I I don't know what the rush is for something like this. Like unless you think that this is sort of the highest his value is going to be because he's going to be unhappy and start kind of playing you know playing upset in in Minnesota or in 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 Utah. Like I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the rush to to do anything is now. But like. I don't know. Maybe if you're Danny Ainge, you're just hoping to mm-hmm. catch a, a desperate team here um, and you know pawn off Donovan. Like the, it's been so clear the past you know few years when they signed Eric Pascal uh, uh, from 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 the Warriors, Donovan Mitchell's friend, like uh, picked up Dwayne Wade as the yep. uh, advisor or whatever he is. Like they're doing everything they can to try and make Donovan Mitchell happy. Um, I think he's an owner. Oh, oh yeah, he's probably part owner. Yeah, well, Jesus. Well, well, whatever. He, they gave him a, a little title, I think, too. They gave him like some sort of uh, thing that he officially yeah, does with the yeah. players. But yeah, something. cultural so, advisor. Uh, yeah, Dwayne Dwayne Wade Global in Salt, advisor Salt Lake like City. Drake. I wonder how much uh, you know he likes it out there. But uh, like, he I, loves it. He's I, soaking I, it up with Gabriel Union. I don't know, like, like at this point though, you know, they they trade Rudy Gobert, and they're they seem to kind of be saying to Donovan Mitchell, like, yeah, we, we still want to keep you, but you know, if the price is right, we're, we're, we're going to do what's best for this rebuild here because like, I don't know. Uh, t- to me, I think it's better to kind of keep one fo- Like uh, when you're first starting out a rebuild, I think it's better to kind of keep one foot in the door. Like, like you're saying, see if you can maybe be a little bit competitive here. Like you, you obviously don't want to win that much. Cause you know, you, you, you want to, um, you know, you 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 are starting a rebuild, and, and sure. you, you want to probably yeah. get down in the lottery a few times. But like, 
I just don't know what the rush is. Like, like you can keep Donovan Mitchell, see if your team kind of over, per, you know, overperforms or whatever. And you know, you've got other teams' picks now, uh, mainly. So you know, you're hoping on them to 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 be bad, even if you know you have a a season here where you squeak into the playoffs or something. You know, yeah. you, you can try out your young guys. Like you, you'll just have more options. Whereas you trade Donovan Mitchell, you empty out, you 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 remove yourself of any. Uh, you know, good players, uh, you know, any proven players, uh, you know, on your team, and you're just full of young kind of projects, prospects, and draft picks. Like, I don't know. It's 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 a lot to ask your fan base to kind of go through. So I'm not saying don't do that eventually. I just don't know what, what the big rush is, yeah. unless you're getting really tempted by the Knicks uh, or something. But I don't know. Like, yeah, the Knicks have a million picks, and they have technically a bunch of tradable contracts, but I don't... I don't love anyone, any young player on the Knicks. Like there, people talking about like Obi Toppin, like he's like this awesome uh, guy. Like I, I think Obi Toppin's okay, but I, I don't see him. I don't see him becoming a star or like a, an all star even in this league. To be honest, like he, he, he could change my mind. He could, he uh, but like I don't like his his kind of tweenerness yeah. uh, and you know his kind of he does a little bit of everything, but nothing you know great. I just don't see him fitting in that cleanly uh, to the NBA. And yeah, I, I don't know. I just. Uh, he's like a six foot six center. No, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, he's like, I think he's technically like six nine or something, but he looks so so small out there when it, you know c- compared to other bigger guys, especially. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I don't know. I I I just wouldn't be yeah, like I'm saying, I wouldn't be in such a rush. I w- I would just let it let it play out. The other the other side of it is you know if Donovan Mitchell really does want to leave and you're trying to trade him before that gets out before you lose all your leverage. I haven't like if, I haven't heard him want out. You know, like I know. He seems like he likes. I know there. that's what I don't get too. That, that that's the only other thing. Like, cause if he's if he's kind of privately said to ownership, like you know, please come on, find a way to trade me, but but hasn't done it publicly. So, is he is emo Donovan Mitchell he, still he alive? He might still be in there. Hello, is emo Donovan <laughs> he, Mitchell there? Don, are you I, okay? Seriously, man, I, I I swear to God, I can hear the Mariana's trench Danny, playing. I need to talk uh, to you in your in your AirPods. I, need to talk I to you swear to God. Something. No, but like, um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Uh, but Matt, look. I'm, I, I told you about this. I didn't give you any info on it, but this is my trade that's going to fix the NBA. It's going to, it's going to, we're, we're going to be covering this topic okay. and the last topic we, we, uh, we touched on. Kevin Durant. Tell me what you think of this, Matt. This is a three team nice. trade. League dog. Going to make, he's going to make the NBA great again. Yes, I am. Three team trade. Um, the Knicks are getting two players. Can you guess what the two players the Knicks are getting in this three team trade is? Uh,. With none of the, with not without knowing any of the teams, uh, I guess I'll assume that the Jazz yeah. are one of them. Uh, I'm gonna go. The Knicks are gonna get Donovan Mitchell and Kevin Durant. Why not? Let's go big. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, <laughs> that'd be a crazy combination. The Knicks get the two, the two biggest. They they get Kevin Durant and Donovan Mitchell. Here's what the Nets would get. Okay, and the Nets are in a weird situation because. They're not really in a place to tank yet because they don't have any of their own fucking picks. They have no picks. So, like, they, they gave up all yeah. of their draft capital. So, getting a whole bunch of, you know, they're going to get, like, get picks in this deal, obviously, because the Knicks have a shitload of, uh, of picks to, to give out. But, like, in terms of young players that are going to make them bad right now, like, they don't really need that uh, and and you need to you need to just match salary for Kevin Durant and you've got two uh you know guys that the Knicks clearly don't want anymore Fournier and Randall mm-hmm. that's going to be the basis they're going to go to the Nets theoretically they could play around Ben Simmons if you've still got him there 
Um, you know, I don't I don't think Randall's the worst fit with Ben Simmons if you want to play them both in the front court or Simmons at the three or, you know, the quasi point, however you want to play Ben Simmons, whatever. Um, and then you can be, you can try and be a decent, you, you can go back to those pre, you know, KD and, and Kyrie next days when there was just a ragtag group of random ass kind of yeah, know, vets yeah. that, that, you know, played well together, you know, no guarantee of that, but the Nets, All-Star again, aren't D'Angelo looking for Russell. Yes, yeah, that'll that'll be Evan Fournier. He'll he'll have his one All Star season. Uh, <laughs> you but go. you Fair. also get a, a man. You also get Emmanuel quickly uh, if you're the Nets. So you get one young player. Uh, you know, for you know who who you can uh, you know keep flip. You know, to develop quickly. Shown some some flashes of 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 brilliance here, and mostly Tibbs just won't fucking play the guy. Uh, you know, as as, as yeah, much Tibbs as, is also kind of a moron. Know, probably should. Yes. So so Fournier, Randall, and quickly, and then basically. Half of the picks that you have, because the other half have to go to the Jazz in the yeah. three. The Knicks are going to be out of any single pick. They're going to, in in this hypothetical deal, they trade every pick they can, make every swap that they can. The Knicks, uh, you know, chest of, of picks is going to be completely empty. But Fournier, Randall, and quickly go to the Nets. The Jazz get Derrick Rose, mostly just to make salary, uh, you know, yeah. uh, work. Yeah. He's got two years left on his deal. He'll come off the books. That's just for salary. They get R.J. Barrett, and they get Obi Toppin. So, you know, they get, you know, Barrett and Toppin, it's not the probably, you know, the the best return or the biggest return that the Jazz would want for Donovan Mitchell, but it's better mm-hmm. than some of the ones I've seen out there. Like, those are okay young prospects. They're still both very young. Yeah, and, RJ's, RJ's um, a really you know, good prospect guy, guy to have. Like, he's proven himself, I think. Like, he'll, he'll, he'll be a player for a yeah. while. Like, if I'm, if I'm the Jazz and, and, RJ is what I get back, you know, the the main centerpiece, like as a young guy for a Donovan Mitchell trade, along with a bunch of picks. I'm perfectly happy with that. Like I, uh, in yep. terms of like a young prospect, Almost twenty that, points per game. Like last you said, kind of, he's kind of, yeah, he's got his foot in the door of like you know being a good NBA scorer. He's not like oh we have no idea what he's gonna be. Like he's got yeah. the potential and the kind of enough provenness and you know willingness to compete on defense. Like he's got, I re- I really like RJ. So you get that um, yeah. those three plus again the second half of all the picks. So I leave it to you, Matt. What do you think? What do you think of my my fix? You know, be all end all. Fix the NBA three team trade here. Uh, to be blunt, uh, I will say this: I think that uh, Adam Silver would probably just straight up ejaculate uh, if Kevin Durant went to the Knicks. They would make so <laughs> so much money; it would be insane. Uh, with, with KD to the Knicks, um, and, it, and I mean, and then you get Donovan Mitchell there. I mean, they clean themselves up, and now it's just another uh, clean up in aisle nine right right after that. Um, so I mean, for the Knicks, the Knicks would love it. Uh, they would go insane, and that would be oh, an yeah. interesting team. Because again, as you said, like you kind of like through this trade, you are giving up pretty much everything. Like they would have Jalen Brunson uh, kicking around there, and that would be your big three: Brunson, Mitchell, and K- and KD. And then I guess Mitchell Robinson's the center. And you'd have Mitchell be, Robinson. Yeah, like uh, who, who's you know depending on your cup of tea. Like I I I definitely don't mind them as a as a player, but he's pretty limited uh when it comes to anything outside of rebounding uh, and, and shot blocking so uh but yeah. but, a, but a good traditional uh big dog uh you know he's, he's definitely big dog of the year watch he i'm putting that stamp on him right now early first guy i'm putting it on uh yeah. besides the reigning champ steven adams uh of course he's, <laughs> he's gonna have that uh that uh, that title um but yeah the, I, I don't think it's a bad trade. I think that, you know, there probably would need to be more, like, picks. Uh, like, are there, are there would be more picks involved, obviously. Uh, and then I think, you know, maybe a couple more players, just, like, young guys, just for the sake of giving them to, you know, these teams so they can try and, like, 
turn them into something. But at the end of the day, the NBA would totally, you know, get things a little fishy, as we've talked about in the past, uh, you know, to get KD to the Knicks because that would make them just... They they, and they The whole thing which would be funny about that is that KD and Kyrie, they, instead of going to Brooklyn, they could have went to the Knicks the whole time. I know. I know. I know. Different NBA well, that's history the thing, could have been. Like, well, that's the thing. People, I've heard a bunch of people say, like, you know, the 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 Knicks or the the Nets won't trade trade KD to the Knicks, like, no matter what. Like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and vice versa. Like, you know. But I'm but I'm like, come on. You know, the, the, there's there's a you know, you can always get to a price that you like, even you know something something you uh, you you say you'll never do. Like, if the price is right. Um, uh, yeah. And I just think, you know, it, it, obviously it's a no brainer for the Knicks, but like. For the Nets, again, you're you're getting, you know, two two players in Fournier and Randall, who in in a better situation can actually be okay. And even if yeah. even if you were to keep Kyrie, like if, if if you had Kyrie, Ben Simmons, and you add Fournier and, and Julius Randall to them, and quickly to be your Kyrie insurance, you know, when Kyrie goes and and takes his uh, extended vacation, you know, whatever whatever he decides to do. Um, you know, you, you've got a young point guard and, and, and then you, 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 you're not really giving up, you know, other than, you know, your, your biggest trade chip and Kevin Durant, you're not giving up any other, you know, there no more depth pieces. You know, you've, you've still got Royce O'Neal, still got Seth Curry, Patty Mills. Like you, you would actually have an okay team. Uh, like I, yeah, I wouldn't be that excited about it, but like I, I've, I, I don't know. I, I think Better you could nothing. do worse. Uh, not to mention again, I haven't thrown in the picks cause I didn't even want to deal with it. Cause I would have been, you know, sure, I would have yeah, had to, yeah kind of think about every pick from now until 2040 but like assume you're getting some good draft picks too like lots of them um and pick swaps too like the Knicks could do you know a a lot of that and then yeah for the Jazz I don't know I think a a deal you know you're giving up Donovan Mitchell but if you're getting picks and Toppin and Barrett back which I think the Knicks would be willing to part with if they're going to land those two superstars like that I'm happy with that if, if I'm Danny Ainge. And and yeah, Derrick Rose is in there. You got to pay him for two years. Then you can just, you know, let him go. He, he's a 15 yeah. million. He's not that, you know, he's not Sell that much of a cap hit. And then, yeah. And then, and then if you're the Knicks, like, you know, you, you I, I think you've got an okay starting five. Again, I don't like the mini backcourt of Mitchell and, and Brunson that much, but you know, you, you've got the scoring for sure. Mitchell Robinson can protect yeah. the rim a little bit. You just got to fill out. You got to find a, like a minimum, a minimum signing, like a veteran, a small forward to, to throw in there and round out your starting lineup. And then yeah. I think the Knicks, you know, just with that, you know, if if Donovan Mitchell and Kevin Durant can be healthy and, and you know, Brunson can be a nice kind of additional piece, which which he's proven that he is, uh, that's that's a pretty damn good team. So I don't know, Matt, I, I, I'm I'm going to, you know, go to the grave with this trade. I, I like it. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to put, you know, can you bet on trades? You're the betting guy. Can you bet on trades that are going to happen? Because I'll put my my life savings that this this exact trade as I've made it up here today is uh, is going to go down in the next two weeks. They would probably just give you like plus ten thousand odds, so you could just make a like, start plus one hundred thousand. Like they would cap it out, I'm sure. But uh, it would be hard to do that, I think. But uh, you could probably you could probably message them. <laughs> like a lot of these betting companies, you just DM them on Twitter. They can add lines for you. It's not that hard. Uh, for them to do Why not? Uh, yeah. so a little, little ch- trick of the trade there but uh yeah and then the only other team that i've heard any rumors uh besides the knicks for donovan mitchell is uh you know we were talking with Dwayne wade uh, and his uh his workings there oh now the miami heat might be able to go after uh, donovan mitchell interesting uh and if i'm if i'm the heat you might as well yep. if you yep. you want to you want a championship with Dwayne wade as like the guy uh donovan mitchell's probably the closest player we've ever seen since Dwayne wade uh has been in the league to 
uh, you know, being compared to Dwayne Wade, just play style wise, you know, uh, shorter, uh, two guard, really, really athletic. Uh, he's definitely a bit of a better three point shooter and worse yep. of a defender than Dwayne Wade, but very similar players, uh, regardless. And, you know, I think it would be a, a perfect fit for what they're trying to get in Miami. Not sure how they could make that work. Kind of the same thing. They would have to really give up a lot. Uh, and maybe even find a third team to make it work. Kyle Lowry's probably going to be the man out of that one since, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler's not going to be going anywhere in that deal. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's going to be crazy to th- see, and we'll, we'll we'll try and keep up to date here at Big Dog Ball Talk on all the, the crazy NBA news that we're going to be having. And, uh, you know, get at us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Let us know what you think on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, let us know what you think about what's going on in the NBA offseason, uh, what you think of Jordan's hypothetical yep. trades. And uh, if you want us to break down any other news. My trade, my cover, trade. Yeah, Make the NBA yep. great again. Make the NBA great again, 2022, Fleeg Dog. Uh, the, but, yeah, it's a, it's it's still lots to, to be undecided. And uh, Jordan and I are going to be having some special uh, special podcasts coming out to you guys uh, very soon. Uh, we are, we've got a couple uh, interesting ideas that we're, we're going to try floating out there. Uh, again, in the next month, the entire platform, uh, we're, we're going to turn you guys on your, on your heads. There's a lot of big behind-the-scenes things moving around right now. Uh, are the, even the way that right. we're going to be distributing some of the content is going to be finally what we kind of tried to do before. So all you listeners who've been listening for a while kind of know what maybe I'm referring to there. But uh, everything's going to be gravy soon. Uh, and again, we can't appreciate you guys enough for uh, for all the love and support. Uh, and uh, you know, yeah. Jordan, uh, I, I think that we're going to make the NBA great again, one step at a time. Uh, but you know, it's it's, it's Matt Acorn, Jordan Flegel, yes. Big Dog Ball Talk, and uh, as my good friend Jordan always says. Matt, if a, if a tree falls in the forest, uh, does it make a sound? If no one's around, Matt? Mm. It's tough to say. I've never been around a tree falling in the forest when I'm not around. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. Explain it. Like, I, I, I lack the personal experience. Okay. So, like, I've always, if a tree falls in the woods, I'm usually there to hear it. But if I'm not there to hear it, then I'm not there to hear it. So I can't tell you if it makes a noise. I've not been there, you know? I gotcha. I gotcha. It's a personal it's, thing. It's, Philosophy, man. We're we're gonna we're gonna yeah. ponder this and get back to you. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and uh, out uh, philosophize. I'm gonna make that word up. Uh, the nice. the philosophers. Me me and Socrates, man. Me and him head to head. I think your dad your dad's a bit of a philosopher. Philosopher, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it's it's definitely. I, I think um, that we you know, we could we could clash minds. Uh, who's who's another guy? Uh, Plato. I don't know. Plato. Um, it's a. It, it could, yeah, yeah. Plato. Plato. Uh, I, I love Play-Doh, too. It tastes so good. Make a hot dog out of it. What are we talking about, trees? 